Good morning or good afternoon, depending on when it is that you're listening to this. But thank you for tuning in again to episode five of Condensed with me, Erin. And I just want to do, as I usually do, a quick follow up with you. Let's talk about fish philosophy last week. First of all, how did you enjoy the episode? Was it something that was useful to you? Um, If you did listen to the episode, thank you. And also, did you do anything from fish? Did you just order the book ready to read? Or did you just um, listen to the podcast and thought, yeah, actually, that's kind of, do I work in a toxic energy dump? Or did I change my attitude to how I went to work? Did I make work this week a little bit more fun than usual? Um, Did you see it in the workplace? Did you see it in the home? Did you see it amongst your friends? Um, What did you do to implement fish into your week this week so obviously if you did implement fish into your week last week then you should always be having a absolute banging week already so I'm about to make your week a little bit better and I'm going to tell you this week's podcast is all about the Christmas movies now I have to be really, really careful when I watch my Christmas movies because if I watch the movies that are too Christmassy too early I Well, I don't know whether I do, but I get a little bit scared that I might run out of Christmas steam, if that makes sense. So I have to strategically watch my Christmas films. So I start my Christmas films by watching um, A Nightmare Before Christmas a couple of, sort of like the last few days of November because I'm always confused is it a Halloween film or is it a Christmas film? Because it's about Jack the Pumpkin King, but he decides that he wants to have the Christmas holiday as his holiday as well because he's bored of Halloween so I'm always slightly confused so I figured if I watch it at the end of November I can't feel bad about watching it and it's still very Halloweeny so that's my first Christmas movie of the year my second Christmas movie of the year is and always will be Bridget Jones's Diary. Now this one I watch on the 1st of December every single year and I used to have a tradition with my friend Neve. she's my best friend and when we became friends we realised that we had a mutual love for the Bridget Jones movies and so when we had known each other maybe a couple of years it then became a thing that we watched Bridget Jones, um, Bridget Jones's Diary at the beginning of December every year. And I actually love that tradition. This year, however, we both seem to have got different Christmas plans. Um, So we won't be watching it together, but no doubt we will be watching it in spirit over the first holiday weekend. Um, And the reason why I watched this one is because although it's not set about Christmas, it is set at Christmas. It starts on Boxing Day where Bridget is visiting her mum at her annual Christmas turkey curry buffet where Bridget is wearing a carpet um, and she meets Mark Darcy for the first time who's wearing a Christmas jumper that his mother has bought him and it is totally hideous Um, and then obviously we go through a whole year, actually it's 53 weeks of Bridget's life, Bridget's life, because then the movie finishes on New Year's Eve um, of that year, um, where it finishes with Mark Darcy again. This time, sans Christmas jumper and sans carpet suit. Um, But 
because it starts at Christmas, it finishes around about the Christmas and the holiday season. That's why I watch it. Um, this next movie was one that my brother-in-law got me into. I never realised it was a Christmas movie because I'd never watched it. And it's the action movie Die Hard. And everyone I've ever spoken to has agreed with him and said, no, it is a Christmas film. Because it's set at Christmas, but technically not about Christmas. There is a Christmas party involved, um, which is how he becomes the hero in this film. Um, but it's a great cast as well. Alan Rickman plays Franz Gruber, the German baddie. I don't understand that. Why are they asking a British person to play a German baddie? I mean, I know British people always play the baddie in lots of films, but at least pick, there's, you know, there's plenty of other Germans that could play the baddie. Um, but yeah, so Die Hard. That's movie number three. Movie number four, Chronicles of Narnia, Lion, Witch and the Wardrobe. Not set at Christmas, not even about Christmas, but it does have a lot of snow. And I have fond childhood memories of going to my grandma Isherwood's house on a Sunday afternoon and watching the Chronicles of Narnia, um, courtesy of the BBC. The blessed Beeb putting out all of these films. Uh, well, it was a TV show back at the time, back in the day. Um, every Sunday afternoon in the winter. So I naturally associate this with winter time. By that rule, you could also watch Cool Runnings, which I've heard a couple of people say they watch every year at Christmas time. I personally don't, but that's not to say that if you watch it, you're wrong. If you want to watch, I mean, quite frankly, you can watch any film that you want at Christmas time. But I prefer to go with things that are, you know, lots of snow, lots of Christmas, lots of gift giving, that kind of stuff. Um, movie number five, I've actually never watched this film which a lot of people are now going to call me into repentance so don't worry I will be watching it this year um and it's gremlins again it's set at christmas um from the what I've read it's based on christmas eve um and it's about these little alien creatures I don't know whether they're aliens or not I mean they're definitely not from earth from what I know um and what happens when you feed them after midnight or you get them wet or you give them pizza or something I don't quite know but I know chaos and uh is released um on Christmas Eve because somebody fed gremlins I will watch it don't worry no doubt I will keep you updated when I have watched it as to what I think about it so movie number six again not about Christmas but set at Christmas Edward Scissorhands I remember watching this for I think it was my 12th birthday party and I decided to have a sleepover so clearly a sleepover has to have movies and so we hired or my dad hired Edward Scissorhand for us um, and I think it's just a wonderful moment when Edward Scissorhands cuts or sculpts the ice sculpture um, for Winona Ryder and it's like a giant snow globe with all of the ice being shaved off everywhere and I just think oh I, that's probably why I love snow globes. I actually love a snow globe. Um, movie number seven that I think you should be watching, Batman Returns. Set at Christmas time, not about Christmas, but still always a good shout to watch. Um, in fact, I think it starts at a Christmas party and then Selena Kyle has her unfortunate accident. Um but probably definitely worth watching. Again, one of those films that, you know, you can watch this between the 1st and the 10th of December without 
feeling like you've OD'd on Christmas already, but you've been able to spend every winter's night in, because at this point as well, the nights are still getting really dark, um, really early, and, you know, it's like five o'clock in the evening, you're at home after work, it feels like it's about ten o'clock at night, but you're like, it's too early to go to bed. What am I going to do? I'm going to whack on one of these films. It's not about Christmas, but it is Christmassy, kind of. Which then leads me on to my next film. Now, this one, I feel you can watch this close, sort of like 10th of December onwards, because it's not set at Christmas time, per se, like we don't watch a Christmas day in this film, but it is about the Christmas period itself, and it's The Holiday with Kate Winslet, uh, Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, and Jack Black, uh, where... Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet decide to switch homes for the holiday season. Um, Kate lives in Surrey, uh, England, and she wants to get away from her quaint little cottage um, and go to California, where she swaps with Cameron Diaz's character, who lives in one of these massive great big houses in California, so like the LA area, and they do a swap. Uh, to escape the Christmas holidays from their usual surroundings to make it something a little bit more different. And, yeah, I don't think you see a Christmas tree. Um, Or maybe you do. I think if you do see a Christmas tree, it's generally in the scenes that are filmed in England. Definitely not in California. Um, But that's no bad thing. But it's about Christmas, and it's about the message of Christmas as well, in the materialistic terms. Um but also about finding joy and peace uh, with other people. Um, Then moving into other Christmases, I'm not going to give you a full synopsis, but know that you should watch them uh, for Christmases because it's got Reese Witherspoon in and Vince Vaughn, and uh, I love Reese Witherspoon, which reminds me I still need to make my wreath Witherspoon for this year. That will go on the inside of my house, not on the outside of my house. We're actually having quite bad wind at the moment, so wreath with a spoon would be blown across Birmingham if I left her on my front door so she will be firmly inside my house but four Christmases where they visit uh, each of their parents over the Christmas period and it is set on Christmas day so yay for Christmas um white Christmas which is uh, I think what 1950s I think um Full of songs, full of dancing, Christmas cheer, eternal optimism, uh, romance obviously has to be in there. Uh, But it's a great film. It's in colour and you probably know, well, everyone knows the song White Christmas. Um, You know, Bing Crosby. Gotta watch it. Got to listen to it as well. Um, Now what I will be doing uh, this December as well is I will be watching It's a Wonderful Life. Now I've never seen this Christmas film which everyone tells me off for. Uh, So this year I'm watching it, but I'm going all out to watch this one. I'm actually going to Brindley Place in Birmingham City Centre to watch it at an outdoor cinema. Um, Don't worry, I will be taking a chair to sit on, lots of blankets, uh, wrapping up extremely warm and taking my one litre thermos filled with delicious hot chocolate. And I'm going to watch it with a couple of friends. Obviously, if you want to go and watch that film um, in Birmingham, feel free to do so. I'm really looking forward to it, actually, um, because one, it's a film I've never seen before. And two, 
I've never done a Christmas outdoor film. I Yeah, it's going to be a new experience. I might absolutely hate the experience but love the film. Uh, in which case I do own it on DVD. So it means that next year I can just watch it at home. But um, apparently you can't go Christmas without watching it. I've managed to go 36 Christmases without watching it. So <laughs> let's hope it's good this year. Um, other movies you should watch. Santa Claus the movie, classic 80s film. Home Alone 1 and 2. I mean, Home Alone 1, it's set on Christmas Day and the run up to Christmas as well by a couple of days. So, yes, absolutely watch this one anytime after the 10th of December. You can watch Miracle on 34th Street. You could be watching um, A Muppet Christmas Carol. You could be watching A Christmas Carol or you could be watching Scrooged. All those three are all based on the Charles Dickens classic of A Christmas Carol. I personally, I do watch, um, actually I have three of those. Oh my goodness. I have A Muppet Christmas Carol, I have The Disney Christmas Carol, and I have Scrooged as well. Scrooged, definitely more for your adult audience. Wouldn't be watching it with little kids because I think they might get a little bit scared in it. But it's a nice... A slightly updated version of the Christmas classic where Bill Murray plays a TV producer set to basically get the biggest numbers ever for the Christmas Eve show for the network. Um, it's quite funny, but again, doesn't take away from the message of A Christmas Carol. Um, other Christmas films you probably absolutely should watch uh, Bad Mom's Christmas I did mention it earlier uh, lots of bad language so not to be watched with little ones um, and also off Office Christmas Party which is available on Amazon Prime or Netflix one of the two pretty sure it's Amazon Prime though um, it was one of those straight to do we even say straight to DVD anymore or does it just go straight to Netflix and Amazon Prime. I don't know. But it was one of those. It was Jennifer Aniston and um, it was, it's just a funny, absolute, everything ter could terribly go wrong Christmas film about a guy wanting to throw a Christmas party for his employees but his big sister uh, saying no because there's not the money. She is basically a bit of a Scrooge. Doesn't want to spend the money. And he's like, no, like people need a Christmas party. It builds work morale. So that's what he does. And it all goes awry. And it's quite funny. And I watched it for the first time last year. Probably will watch it again this year. Um, now wrapping up my absolute Christmas film that you absolutely should watch every year without fail is Elf. Um, I know I mentioned it earlier, but just to mention it again, just in case you missed it, definitely watch Elf. And then my all-time favourite Christmas film. And it's my favourite for a couple of reasons. One, it's a British film. Two, it's got the most amazing cast you've ever seen. Like, if, if you want to watch a film with just a huge cast watch this one. Also, I love the amount of storylines in here. And it's not just storylines about... Because most Christmas films, like you watch Elf, and obviously it's the relationship between Buddy the Elf and Jovi, and his relationship between his dad, um, and his dad relationship between Father Christmas. But 
the film that I love the most, it's about a prime minister and his relationship with his sister and his country and the president of the United States of America. It's about the relationship of two porn actors. Yeah, I know, it sounds weird, right? Um, And how their relationship actually evolves and goes from what is quite an intimate relationship to actually quite a romantic relationship. It's about the relationship between a stepfather and a stepson. Sorry, a half... Uh, yeah, no, a stepfather and a stepson. Um, it's about the relationship between um, a guy and his best friend's wife. It's about so many different types of relationships. And if you haven't worked out what this movie is yet, it's Love Actually. Because Love Actually is all around. It's one of the opening lines from the film, a wonderful film by Richard Curtis, God rest his soul. Um, But it did wonderful things for British Christmas films because we're not known for British Christmas films. We're just not. Um, In fact, I don't think, other than Narnia and Bridget Jones, I don't think any of the other movies that I've watched are 100% British. Yet Love Actually is 100% British. I think you've got a cameo appearance of... uh, Claudia Schiffer and one maybe two Americans in it and that's about it but the whole cast like the main cast they're all British apart from Liam Neeson who is Irish but we'll accept it and we'll allow it um I love everything about that film it actually summarizes Christmas that you see a couple of gifts being given but it's not about the gifts and I think That's what I love about Christmas. And I wrote a blog post a couple of years ago about how I, what made Christmas different from any other holiday that we have in the year. Uh, If you want to look at that blog post, it is at erintheperin.wordpress.com. And I think this year we should be putting a little bit more joy and a little bit more light into everybody's Christmas. So... I like to do that through movies. So I'm offering an invitation to those that know me. Please let me know when you want to come over and watch a Christmas film. Let us bring Christmas joy into each other's lives and watch a Christmas film at my house or let's watch it at Brindley Place. Uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Let's do that. I think it's the 16th of December that that one's on. But let's forget about the gift giving and let's think about spending time with each other. I invite you this December to invite people into your home or invite people to the cinema or an outdoor cinema to watch a Christmas film, to make people feel good and spend time with the people that you love. And if you know that there's someone who'll be alone at Christmas See what you can do to make this Christmas a little bit better. And just invite them out. Or take them Christmas cookies that you baked round. Or even better, bake the Christmas cookies. And invite them to decorate them with you. In their house. In your house. Wherever. But let's make this Christmas a good one. Fill it with love. Fill it with joy. Fill it with light. And on that note, have a very wonderful week preparing for Christmas. Bye.